Welcome to the Free Thoughts Podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. It's your girl, Penny and Nasty, aka Brown Skin Shoddy, aka Property Under 30 Shoddy, aka I'm still here, Shoddy. And when I mean still here, still in Africa, because people keep asking me, aka um, I Love Jesus Shoddy, aka I don't even know, aka Okay, I'm done. But welcome to the Fairy Thoughts Podcast. This is part two of Certified Lover Girl reporting live from Kenya. We left off on our homegirl asking us about her friend who keeps talking about this dude, calling him a narcissist and a gaslighter and a manipulator. And the relationship seems to not be going much of anywhere, but sis is stuck. So let's get into that. So let's start by... We all have that friend and we've all been that friend and it's just a part of like life and love. It's like sometimes you just get stuck and I don't even like the term stuck on stupid because it's not that like you're stupid. It's just you're in love and you want this thing to happen and your mind hasn't progressed yet to see the bigger picture and to see that, you know, everything always works in your favor no matter what. You know, you're just kind of stuck in this la la land of in a fantasy of what could have been and what should have been and not what it actually is, right? So um, I first would say that you really can't, it's kind of like addictions and stuff. You can't help anyone who, of course, they want to be helped, but they haven't came to that breaking point or that self-realization themselves. Um, so it's really hard to do so. So the best thing I would say is to still still support her if um her asking for advice or venting about it is kind of makes, you know, throws your energy off, create those boundaries. Be like, Hey sis, I hear you boo. And I'm here for you. But right now I don't want to talk about that. It's bringing me down. Let's, you know, talk about something else and not in a mean way, just in a respecting your own boundaries type of way. Like, you know, if it's affecting you. So I'll start there. And another thing is kind of like for sis is more so what I would tell her is like, Let's and people have told me this, like, let's look at the reality of the situation, not what it was, not what it could be, not what you're praying for. And you can manifest things. I do believe that. But let, but don't um, don't ignore the reality of what's happening. And a lot of the time people hold on to all of the good things and really like our mind will forget like all the red flags and like the bad things that happen and just hold on to these mushy gushy ass moments that happen during the honeymoon phase. And it's like if he couldn't handle getting out of not even the honeymoon phase, but if if it's not progressing in this small area of just talking or whatever they're doing, they're like, yo, like, how do you think he's going to act when y'all are together? These niggas are grown. Like, not much is changing. Not much is changing unless he is only acting like that because he's not ready for a relationship. There's other factors. It's like some people aren't like trying to be assholes. It's like they're just not ready for a relationship. Not it just because like they don't like you or value you. But that's just not where their head is in this life as well. And sometimes it's for your best benefit, girl. Run, run for the hills. Run for the hills. Um, listen to that. And just, yeah. Another thing I want to say is make sure you hype up your friend. Literally let her know that she's the baddest bitch. On, and that's on Trina. That's on Trina, honey. Let her know that she's the baddest bitch. That's on Santana, Young Miami. That's on all the girls, all the gang. Like, 
Because when this happens, you start to question yourself, like, am I enough? And you are enough. Literally. You are enough. You are more than enough for that right person. Literally, you are somebody's prayers and dreams. You know what I'm saying? So let her know that because that's really what where, you know, the weirdness comes in is when you start to doubt yourself over like a stupid ass nigga. So let her know that. Hook her up. Literally hook her up. Let her go on date so she can see like that there are people out here who are amazing, might even be better, might have better combos, might be funnier. There's so many different things like you just she just stuck in her head on this, you know, one situation. And of course, it is kind of hard because it's like, dang, no, no one is this person. Like, because dead ass, it really do be like that. <laughs> It'd be like that. I'm for real. Um, but, uh, you know, just so she can kind of just feel it out and go see and stuff like that. And yeah, I just want to say that. Be her biggest hype man. Let her know she's a shit. Make sure y'all are going out. Make sure she's the cutest at all times. Like, period. And just, yeah, um, one thing someone told me before was you have to let people go through their journeys. Like, we've all been through our journeys that have made us stronger, smarter, wiser, more savvy in relationships, and just more healthy. And sometimes people need these those sucky moments to get to that. So, you know, just because you might be a little bit more elevated in that and you can see kind of through the guy's bullshit, she might not be there yet. And she's going to have to learn that lesson the hard way, but the hard way isn't, that's not a bad way to learn. That's most of the time that's when shit really sticks. So yeah, let her go through her process, be there for her, continue to stand on what you believe. And that's the best that you can do. And also him, her calling him like a narcissist and a manipulator and a gaslighter. Those are just terms that I think people are using now. Sometimes people are like that, but using, um, because they're hurt and they're trying to place this hurt on that person. Like you're a bad person because you don't want me. So you're a bad person, which is total bullshit. It's just like, he just doesn't want you and it's okay. Somebody's going to want you beyond and be better than that guy, you know? And it's like so sucky in the moment, but it's the truth. I promise you it's the truth. And you don't want to be with anybody who doesn't want to be with you. I keep saying that. Why would you want that in this life? Out of all the things that suck in this life and that we have to go through, you should want to be with somebody who is one thou wow percent sure positive that, oh, I got the best girl or the best guy ever. Like there's what? Or, oh, I'm ready for this. I can put my all into this. You know, I've done what I need to do, I guess, internal work or whether it's even with your finances or if you're trying to finish a project before hopping into something else or whether... That person is kind of just like listening to God. Like sometimes it's not, it actually all the time is really not about you. It's just like what they need for their life. And it's like, okay, is this what God wants for me? Some people really go through that process in their head. And it's not like they're trying to back off from you, but they're like, want to make sure this is from God. And that's huge. And that's respectable as hell to me personally, because that's what I want. So yeah, just let her know that. And even if you let her know all of this, it still might not click like I said earlier, but it's a start. So I hope that helped. Um, Make sure you guys always email and DM me these letters and these questions, penny, period. Oh, actually we have a new email. We have a new email. And that email is foryourthoughtspod at gmail.com. 
for your thoughts pod at gmail.com. In the subject line, put hashtag pen letters or DM me like usual. Okay, we're going to move on to our next segment, My Two Motherfucking Cents. Okay, guys, it's My Two Cents. So we don't have an interview today. So for My Two Cents, I want to break something down that has been irking my little ass nerves. All right, so I saw this post and it was like, Actually, let's shout them out. It's from the Advocacy for Change Project. It's one of the mental health pages and projects. Amazing page. And it said, don't call someone a gaslighter who is just being an ass. Right. So I reposted this and I was like, hell yeah. I was like, please stop calling simple assholes, gaslighters, and narcissists. The term has been thrown around so lightly, and it really takes away from the seriousness of true gaslighters, abusers, and narcissists, and manipulators. Oh boy is not a gaslighter. He just doesn't like you like that and is an insecure asshole. Emphasis on the insecure. Who doesn't know how to say it with his chest. And he loves the attention that you give him. It feeds his little ass ego. This post explains it very well educate yourself, please. So um, that was a bit like aggressive, I want to say. My bad. I don't like being that aggressive, but it's true. Like, and it's not to be mean or anything like that. But like I said earlier in the pen pal letters, like don't just call him all these names because, you know, you're not getting what you want from him. You know what I'm saying? And um, so this is what the post said over. It said, stop diluting a technique of emotional abuse and trivializing a victim's pain. And by that, they mean like, stop throwing that around because there are people who really have their li- have had their lives ruined by narcissists who are who will probably no longer ever be the same by a narcissist. It's an actual thing. Like there's more narcissists out there than y'all think. A lot of us have came across them as well. But yeah. So it says also like this, People always be like, oh, you're gaslighting me. You're gaslighting me, bro. Get off Twitter, please, because y'all are getting this stuff from Twitter. Fighting, arguing, lying, making excuses, disagreeing, self-defiance, being assertive, um, being unpleasant or hurtful is not gaslighting. That's not what gaslighting means. So what gaslighting is in layman's terms from my research and stuff that I've always that I've been doing whatever it's when someone denies your reality. So it's like when someone is like does something that makes you doubt like yo am I tripping, you know? You're like yo, I could have sworn he said he was in love with me. So how the fuck is he not in love with me unless he said it, you know, during, you know, that. But and he's acting like this or that or someone who's like, I never said that. Like if you be like, oh, I thought we were this, this and that. Or I thought you said this. And they're like, mm, I didn't say that. You said that. Or they just like flip the whole script on you. That is gaslighting. And mind you, these boys, they do it. They really do do that because they throw their hand out, throw their card out. And because they're all in lust and stuff, then they pull it back in. But Someone described gaslighting, the serious one is like, if you ever feel the need to record like a conversation with your partner or whoever you're talking to and, and be like, yo, look, this is what what was said or screenshot old messages and resend them like, yo, look, this is what you said, bro. 
or whatever, that's like gaslighting. It's when you, when someone makes you doubt your own reality and invalidates your reality and your feelings. And it's like, um, if you get mad at them, they'll flip the switch on you. That's another form of manipulation as well. So manipulating and gaslighting that can happen. Um, even outside of relationships. And you don't have to be a narcissist to be a gaslighter or a manipulator. It's just what some people do to hide their hand or because they're just insecure or because sometimes they are trying to manipulate and flip it all on you and get what they want and stuff. There's a lot of, it's so layered, so layered. So I just want to break that down so people can just stop throwing the word out like that because it's not, it's a serious word. And the reason why it's serious is because of the narcissist. So we'll get into exactly what that is and what people have, are going through with that and why it's like, okay, let's really break this down. So from what I've read, the sucky thing about narcissists is they don't know that they are a narcissist at all. And it's not one of those things like a mental health disorder. It's more so of a trait. So you can't go get a pill for narcissism. You can go to therapy if someone really is like, realizes, oh shit, like I am kind of like a narcissist. And it's one of those things that's so light and so much a part of our culture, especially if you're in the media space or if you are amongst, you know, people who are maybe more wealthy or the CEOs, like all of them, like not all of them, but a lot of them. And I would even say us, because I'm probably a part of that too, like have like traits of narcissism, right? So let me tell you what them traits are. And if you have five to six of these, and or people have told you that, you might be a narcissist and it's okay. And we can we can we can fix it. It's not, it's not a rarity. I'm trying to pull it up. Okay. So these are the key elements to a narcissist. One, they lack empathy. They don't give a shit about anyone really but themselves, but they will act like they do, but really they don't. Two, they feel really entitled and then they need like special treatment um, for the most part. Or like I've seen this maybe they don't like to wait in lines or if like the waiter's taking too long, they might get like weirdly upset, things like that. Three, they're, this is one, they're grandos, like really grandose, huge fantasies, superficial about how things look, beautiful facades, but what they really don't have a lot behind them. So those are the people where their Instagram is popping, honey, popping, like, but there's not much behind on the inside of it. Those are the ones who will, you know, which this is still, these are amazing things to do, but you have to look at all the other aspects as well. So like show their love by like big ass like dinners or big vacations for their, for who their family or like, but won't call or text, you know, like, or have those intimate relationships, like those grandos things that show, look, hi, I love you. Um, but they don't have those regular intimate, you know, moments and stuff like that or, or whatever. And the thing about this also sucks is like, they really try, like it's, it's, not like they don't want to, like, that's how they believe that that is what love is. It's like, hey, like, I took you to dinner, like, I fuck with you, or, you know what I mean? So that's one thing. And then they're really just grandose with their life, period. They like it to look good. Um, another one was they get angry very quickly. They are very hypersensitive to criticism. 
those are people who they they never did no wrong, honey. Like you can't tell them anything. It's like there's no way in this life that in every situation that you've been in that everyone else was a problem and you're just sitting here being the same. Like we all play a role in everything. And and some of us are honestly good people. And that's the thing. They're like, I'm a good person. So ain't no way. And I I can be like that too. Literally, I'd be sometimes like, damn, do I have these? But <laughs> let me not say that because then people are gonna be like, she's a narcissist. I really am not. I'm not. It, and even when I was researching it, a lot of people, it's kind of like when you Google like if you have a rash and then you start thinking you have all these other things like being a hypochondriac but like a mental health hypochondriac you'd be like damn do I it's like no no you don't just relax anyways sidebar back to this so they get angry very quickly hypersensitive to criticism yeah they can't they can dish it but they can't take it as soon as you do something wrong they are on it honey but it's like whenever they do something wrong and you say something the world is ending and it's just like oh my God, no, because I'm so perfect that like, how can you say that I did anything bad? Mm, okay, no, that means, but it's like, yo, what? But they will call out everyone's little thing with the quickness, honey. Um, They can be very jealous, very jealous because they swear they're the God's gift to earth, which we are God's gift to earth. Let me not say that. I believe that we are God's gift to earth. Um. And gaslighting, they gaslight a lot to doubt your own reality. And they sometimes aren't really loyal. Like they're and they're disregarding. It's kind of like those people who it's like, damn, where does your loyalty really stand? Like you don't stand on nothing. You just be do doing stuff and going with whatever looks good or if you can benefit from it, but it's like you ain't loyal though. So that's like that person who might like go be friends with somebody that, you know. May, might have rubbed their friend the wrong way, but because it's like, oh, they have tickets to this or they are doing, you know, like I'm going to go, you know, be with them. And and that's fine. Like that makes sense. But like I said before, it's like layered. Um, Yeah. They just, their loyalty is just a little rocky. Like you, you don't never know where they stand, which is so uncomfortable to not know where someone stands. You know what I'm saying? Like they say one thing, then you look on Instagram and you see another, you're like, what? I, I guess. Um, and they don't have any regard for anyone else's feelings. They swear because like, they're like just this person or whatever that like, oh, everyone is wrong and I'm right. And they have no regard for like how someone might feel by their actions. Like, well, you shouldn't feel like that because like, why would you be concerned about what I'm doing? It's like, no, you hurt my feelings because you have no regard for me. Like you're supposed to be my friend. You're supposed to be whatever. And you don't even like hit me up or you don't even let me know if we're not doing, if a a plan isn't going through, like, or you don't, you literally just do stuff that it might not be the worst thing, but it's also not a loving and caring thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like they view human relationships more so as conveniences than like bonds, loyalty, and just, I don't know. So, and not all of them, they don't do this for all of their relationships. And this is not singular. Like they don't act like this all the time. I want to get that out there, but okay. An example is, so I have, um, my cup of tea right now. I'm drinking it right now. I like it. It's giving me life. It's green tea with raspberry in it. I'm drinking it. It's, um, soothing my little throat or whatever. It's very convenient and I'm focused on it. But when I'm done with this podcast in the next 30 minutes, 
I won't give that cup of tea a second thought because I don't need it anymore in that moment until I do again. And it does, it, I hope that makes sense. Um, so it's a disregard. And just like I said, they view human relationships as conveniences. And this is not just in relationships. This is all over. So I know what you're thinking. We're going to wrap this up. But I know what you're thinking. It's okay. Narcissism sucks, but it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not this traumatic ass thing that people are like victims of. But um, people are. And it's the crazy thing is, is that narcissists, they're not affected personally but they affect so many people because people are trying to kind of like get to them or change them or get back this fantasy that they had with them. So um, one term is called love bombing. I suggest that you all Google research that because I was like, oh my gosh. So love bombing is kind of like when in the beginning, they just literally shower you with everything. They're like, wow, like you are the one for me. Like, and it's almost like, wait, you don't even know me yet. But It'd be like that sometimes. It really do be like that sometimes. Um, but this is, a, this is a case of if it's a pattern. If this is a pattern with people, with people that they date or talk to, whatever. And they kind of just like are gung-ho and do these huge, beautiful things that like people, like, you know, that person may have never experienced before and kind of just like love bomb. Like imagine a love bomb just dropping on you and you're like, wow, this is what I've dreamed about since, since I was a little girl. Like, this is it. And you're like, this is it. And it's like, I finally found the one. This is love. And the bond is strong. Um, It's all of that, right? And so you hold on to that. Then they say eight to 12 weeks later, 12, if you're lucky, when, you know, the honeymoon phase is gone, then they start to pick at you. Then they start to be like, like, not like kind of devalue you or just be, you're no longer perfect to them. And the whole thing about that is like, they want to believe that they're perfect or they want to be perfect because of their own past traumas and insecurities. And they kind of put that on you. Like they want the best standing next to them, which is valid. I want the best standing next to me too, but we're going to work at it together. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to have bad days. They're going to have bad days and vice versa. Um, But yeah, with narcissist is kind of like in the beginning they'll love bomb and they just leave that person wanting more and with this it's kind of like they place themselves higher and make it it feels good to be wanted by all these people like who you know duh, it's validating but they they it's a manipulating factor it's like yo you did all this made this person believe all of this and now of course they're gonna want more of you you're amazing or you are facadely amazing because behind all that you really ain't shit I hope y'all catch my drift I'm kind of like really into this I'm like wow I'm gonna have more episodes on this and try to have like a someone who specializes in narcissism come talk to us because there's a lot of people out here like this like I said like a lot of ball players a lot of um rappers artists a lot of just people who and it sucks because those traits are what get people to the top as well but that's let me let me go back and finish this and wrap it up. Stats show that, of course, eighty percent of men are narcissists and twenty percent of women are narcissists. So of course, it's more men. Um, that's definitely like a macho thing and a men male insecurity thing that they got going on. Um, but we have that those traits as well, and um, and so the lasting effect that 
you know, dealing with the narcissist has on people is like I said before, their self-esteem is so shot down that, you know, it affects their entire life. Like their whole life becomes about trying to get this person back. And, you know, you start to lose yourself in that. And imagine it's more so people who are in long relationships with them or maybe married to one. Like imagine being married and then these traits come out later and it's like you're trying to get your man back or your girl back to who, and you know that that person's there, but you're like, what can I do better? And it's like, you literally can't do anything. This is like a them thing. So that's why um, I said, stop just calling anyone a narcissist. People do have those traits. So I do want to say, like, reflect on yourself and like, be like, hey, like, am I being the best friend or best, you know, partner or best, you know, dating person or whatever? Like, am I being narcissistic in any ways? Because we can just do narcissistic things without being a full on narcissist. You know, it's when it's a pattern, you doing six or more of those things. And it's just like happens all the time. So, yeah. Um... I love this quote. Narcissism is like the grape juice of wine. It is superficial. It lacks the depth that healthy relation that healthy intimate relationships have and need. Um another one that I love that made it make a lot of sense to me is like we should want our partner to make us feel good, not make us look good. You know what I'm saying? Like does that person make you feel good or is it just like all of the things. Yeah. So um, I guess I could say really quickly how they're created. Let me just throw it out there. So it comes, it's not their fault. It comes from just parenting and stuff like that. It's not their parents' fault either. They'd be the best parents ever. But ways that narcissists are not born, they're made. Um, So most of the time they're created by like if they were younger, they were only given credit for their achievements in school, in sports, in appearance or whatever. Um, their family kind of were like really big on like the big, the looks, like the vacations or like we are this family, like this is what we do. And da, 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 like it's all like outside type of stuff. So they're either, so they were overindulged in like the external stuff but very much so underindulged in their emotional world. So their feelings weren't listened to. Um, and they were just valued more by external and not valued by internal. So therefore, it's hard for them to value people's internal or even value their own internal because what they know that love is, is like it's contractual. It's you got this, I got that. Or like, we're going to go do this, and which that's love too. I'm trying to do all the things, but also you need to be emotionally mature, emotionally safe. I suggest like always go to therapy, like, cause you could be a narcissist out here being a narcissist. You just don't know. I could be one too. We all could be one, or we could be dating one and not know or dealing with one and not know. And that is a crazy ass rabbit hole that nobody has time for. We deserve to be loved cherished, regarded, thought of, beyond thought of, um, as, and not even just as a friend, as whatever, as anyone that claims that you are important to them in their life. So that's my spill. Um, let's move on to our next topic, which will be gold. Before we get into gold, I want to throw out this disclaimer. This applies to all of my episodes, but I am not a mental health professional yet. 
emphasis on the yet. Watch your girl work. But so all this advice is coming from a mental health advocate and from my research that I do gather from other clinical, not other because I'm not one yet, but from clinical psychologists and things like that. I also have my bachelor's in psychology, so that helps me as well too. So take heed. It's just advice. I am very extensive on the research for show, but always consult with a mental health professional, a counselor, um, if anything. Okay, so for gold, all I got to say is, Call me when you want, call me when you need, call me in the morning, I'll be what you need. Call me when you want, hey, call me when you need, hey, hey. Lil Nas X, I've been standing on my own for since before Old Town Road via social media and Twitter, but I just want to say he gets gold for the week. And like, he's, I don't know why I want to be like, I'm so proud of you. Like I know him, but I'm dead ass so proud of him as a young black man and not even just standing in his truth, but he is so genuine and free. I've been like diving into his interviews and just like, this is like a new talent. Like he's giving Drake, he's giving Michael Jackson, he's giving Madonna, he's giving Beyonce, like all on his own right. And I love it. So let's start with Montero, a great album. Literally, it's like, I don't know. I'm definitely love like emo type shit. It's not just even emo. It rocks. It rides. He can spit. He's like, he can spit his ass off. He can really, really rap. It's just, it's talent. <sighs> She's Louise, it's talent. But my favorite right now is Sun Goes Down and Don't Want It. Um, those are the ones that initially I was like, yes, I love it. Um, but I love the whole album. Amazing album. It's just eclectic. It just sounds just like nothing I've ever heard before. And I love when that happens. He literally is his own, his own. And I stand. So love Montero. Please go check that out. And just him as a person, of course, we all know like what he stands for as, as far as, um, black gay men and, you know, doing his thing with that. But beyond that, I really appreciate his freedom. Like he talks free, moves free. And although, okay, he might be, of course we all have anxious, nervous moments, but you can just tell he is free. And I'm like, maybe that comes from him really staying in his truth. I don't know what that is, but not everyone holds that trait. And that's something that I, like my 2022 goal, like not like, is I want to be more free. Like I feel free. I want to make sure that it comes off as such. I just want to just be like exude free. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So his freeness, his genuineness, I just, I stand for him, honestly. And, and dur- during this recent run of his interviews and stuff like that, of course, people are asking about mental health and stuff like that. Um, if you guys didn't know his background, his mom was alcoholic and he kind of was like by himself a lot until his dad got custody of him. His mom is still out there in the streets and whatnot. And um, he literally went to college, did that whole thing. College wasn't for him, was an extreme smoker, nothing against smoking, but he said it was OD, like to the point where he had pneumonia 
and didn't know he had pneumonia. Like he just was kind of just like not with the shits with life. And he, but he loved music. He was always a barb and just into music. And he is a baby of like stand culture. So he would, he just learned how to stand up for himself and through standing up for Beyonce and a Beyonce, oh my God, for Nicki Minaj as like a barb, which is wild. But he just like learned the internet and literally used it to his advantage. And that right there is talent. And beyond that, he's actually freaking can make amazing music. He can make, write great music that literally exudes like that generation. Like kind of like what I, like when I talked about Tentacion and like those type of people, like that is what, that is who these kids are. And it's so good because, okay, first of all, let's get into this first part though. People are always like, okay, it's a gimmick, gimmick this, gimmick that. But it's like, since um, all artists use gimmicks, like, if you work at a label, it's like, okay, what is it that's going to be your thing that we're going to make your thing to make you more popping? And like Michael Jackson had a gimmick. Madonna had gimmicks. She was making out with people, like doing shit like that. Um, Elvis Presley, like the biggest stars, Diana Ross, the hair, although it's not these crazy outlandish gimmicks, everyone had a gimmick that suited their time, if that makes any sense. So kill it with the gimmick shit because he really is talented. Now, some other people who aren't talented with the gimmicks, that they can go to hell. No, they can go to hell. No, that's not nice. He, they, we're not talking about them. We're talking about Lil Nas X. But, but back to the mental health thing, I definitely went on a whole little tangent, honey. But yeah, so he, of course, like all of us, have been through our own things. And that's what he wants to put through his music is like that we all go through our own things. And with him, I really like the redemption that happens in his music. A lot of the times, like, the emo stuff is kind of like, woe is me, and, like, I'm just here by myself, and there's no redemption in the, in the album or in the song. There's so much redemption in the song. There's so much um, fun in the, not the song, in the album. And I just love the hope that he gives the kids. Y'all know I love kids, honey. I love the kids. The hope he gives them, like, and he literally just was in his room and was like, I'm going to make music and did that shit. And he talks about that. He's like, I made up my mind and I did it, period. And I love stories like that. And I love that he's very practical. He also talks about how he doesn't want to be put on anyone's pedestal or be the spokesperson for black male gay rappers because he was like, I can make mistakes too. And he also talks about like why his approach to, you know, people isn't like cancel them like to Boosie or whoever it's more so like throw it back at him like make it you know like you can't really change people's minds um you can't let them know where you stand and your point of view but everyone goes through their mental journey he's like I might be this today but I might be something else in the next couple of years like so he doesn't even want that to be held on to him so I'm happy that there's an artist out there for the new generation that can take away that cancel culture, that group think we need more, we need more, we need more. Um, I have so much to say about him, but I think I'm going to stop there. Am I missing anything? Oh, this is the last thing. Hold on one second. So I found this great thread of the side of Lil Nas X that the blogs barely show you. And I'm going to just read off a couple of them really quickly. Lil Nas X was named 2021's Suicide Prevention Advocate by the LGBTQ Suicide Prevention Organizer, The Trevor Project. Uh, 
Lil Nas X started a fundraiser with The Bail Project to launch beside his music video for Industry Baby, which helped raise over 60K cash bail for incarcerated people nationwide. Boop. Celebrating the birth of his debut. First of all, that was so funny, the whole birth thing. When he hit that whoa during birth, or I, I screamed, I screamed. And literally, um, I post this on my story, but Guap Dad bringing like baby shower gifts and a fake baby. Uh, I love, I love it. It's just playful. Like we need some light shit happening. I'm going to play more. Anyway, so celebrating this, okay, celebrating the birth of his debut album, Montero, Lil Nas X shared his baby registry, which spotlights 16 different charities that focused on healthcare and justice, as well as LGBTQ and B and BIPOC causes. After Lonaz X announced his pregnancy with Montero, he went on a cash, he did like the whole, you know, how cash app thing that celebrities do and actually gave pregnant people money to help them get ready with their babies. Um, there's so much more. That's just a couple of few, but we stand a king that don't even got to say that he doing all that. And and just the the thought behind it all, we love it. We love it. So yeah, Lil Nas X is gold. It would be a dream to interview him. A dream. Hopefully that happens one day. Or hopefully I can be his therapist one day. That, those are the people that that's like, that's what I love. So we're going to move on to our last topic. Uh, and that will be peace of mind. So for peace of mind, I have a couple of things. Um, And for those that are new here, peace of mind, basically uh, me or if I have a guest, let you know like what's been bringing us peace of mind lately or what overall like little quirky things bring us peace of mind. But for me right now, I will say that the solitude that I've been getting out here while traveling in Kenya has been bringing me peace of mind. And I love being with my own thoughts and like it makes me just feel closer to God and just silence and solitude makes me like answer those questions more that I've been avoiding, helps me feel the feels that I need to feel and release and helps me plan and prep for the future, whether it's with the podcast, just in my life and everything. It gives me that moment and that time because I'm not expected of anything. Nothing's distracting me or pulling me here, there, everywhere. So the solitude that I'm gathering here before my friends come is bringing me peace of mind. And my dad left as well. And I've just been, you know, rocking it out. And yeah, it feels like last time I was like, okay, I felt a little lonely, which of course, yeah, duh. But the solitude is grand as well. Sorry for that noise. And the next thing that's bringing me peace of mind is um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you saw that I like basically did my first investment into a property out here in Kenya. It's a cute studio. Um, Kenya is like turning into like Dubai or something or Nairobi at least. And um, basically they haven't broke ground on this beautiful, like, like not complex, but even this beautiful property. And I got a studio there and I'm basically going to stay there whenever I come out here, of course. And of course, like my family, my future family, whatever. And we're going to have that. And then um, we're going to Airbnb it out, basically. 
So I'm just like, wow, like I didn't think that I would do any real estate property stuff. Shit really maybe ever. I was like, okay, my man going to do that or whatever. Or even I started to think about it the past two years, which is what led me here. But I just thought maybe like mid thirties, like I didn't think it would happen now, but it just made so much sense. It was a perfect timing. It was perfect. And God is good. And it's bringing me peace of mind because like financially, like it's just like, okay, like you're doing good. You're doing better than, you know, you thought you were, but you know, it just makes me feel good because as a creative, it's like you were, you, our safety nets are just so different. And I've always worried about that. Like I wasn't the doctor or the lawyer with this safety net, but it's like, girl, you got it. You got it. Just keep going, keep going. I'm happy about that. Um, and it's bringing me peace of mind. So, um, yeah, think about what's bringing you guys peace of mind and do more of that and just reflect on that as well. And next week we're going to have a guest. Her name is Wanjira. I'm so excited. She is a radio host here in Africa and one of my homegirls. And I can't wait to talk to her about all the things. Until then, make sure you guys rate, review, like, subscribe, follow, share. Share on y'all stories. Again, like if you're listening to this, go ahead, share on your story. Tag my personal Instagram and for your thoughts pod. Let's get that going again. And I love you guys so much. This be so therapeutic to me. This be so, this is, I am ghetto and ratchet on the inside. It's fine. I love to hear. Um, Ghetto until proven fashionable and ghetto until proven all the things. Ghetto is everything. But love you guys. I'm Audi.